When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, we've got, it uh, looks like we've got Mikey on the line. Mikey from Christchurch. How are you, Mikey? How are you feeling? What's the pulse like at the moment? Well, I thought uh, Devin Conway and Mitchell were excellent, actually. Great sense. Great, <laughs> <laughs> great deflection. It was a great game, actually. What a comeback they've made, the Black Caps, but I'm sure that's not yeah, why you're phoning. No, no. Uh, look, I'm sure it's going to be written about and said, but Man, Fozzie loves his records, doesn't he? Like, has there, has there ever been a more record-setting coach in the history of coaches for All Blacks? <sighs> for the wrong um, reasons, yes. What, I, was, I was feeling pretty good after the first half. I thought we were in the fight. Um, I thought we were disciplined. Um, there was a bit of snappiness to the whole thing, it, it, and it really did look like the French were tiring. Um, but the second half, I mean, as Dan, um, Daniel said, you know, the bench changes, um, and we're giving away too many penalties, and then we just got sloppy, aimless kicking, all the old bad habits started falling back into play, and uh, yeah, I'm just feeling a bit sort of like, I guess I have to resign myself to the fact that, um, which I probably already had, is that I... Every World Cup we go into, I, in fact, every game, I've always thought the All Blacks could win, but this last couple of years and this World Cup, I'm just like, okay, who's my second team? <laughs> Who am I backing to win this World Cup that, that I'll be quite happy about because I just can't see it being the All Blacks. Um, we've only got one more meaningful game, um, which is the quarterfinal, assuming we beat Italy, which I'm sure we will. Um, yeah. And that's it. And I mean, you hear JK and, and the like on TV going, oh, it doesn't matter if we don't win this game. Yes, it bloody does. Because it, it sort of sets a marker of what we can do. And I just, yeah, disappointed. A bit, a bit deflated there, mate. A bit deflated. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of texts coming through and you can see the disappointment. A lot of them may obviously go straight to, to Foster as coach. Uh, probably like you alluded to at the start, but... One other thing that's coming through a lot is the kicking, just pointless kicking. Oh. And I wonder if that was around trying to get the big boys from France to get moving and get them tired. And I did hear one of the commentators say, you know, they had their hands on their, their, their hips sort of, you know, at the halfway mark. But there was an opportunity where we were on the line at just before, a minute before half time, um, And Aaron mm. Smith just, you know, it was, I mean, he's my favorite player. I, I hate to criticize him, but it was skills under pressure at that moment. Had we scored then, I think we would have gone into the second half probably in a much better space. But I think you're right. Like in any of these tournaments, it's about confidence, it's about building confidence all the time. And that will knock the All Blacks' confidence because we lost to South Africa in the warm-up quite considerably. And then once again, the discipline um, that Will Jordan yellow card maybe cost us a bit. Yeah, it, it certainly did. That was a bit a bit sloppy. Um he seemed pretty upset by it all, but at the end of the day, the rules are the rules for a reason, to try and protect the, the player in the air. Um, but, the, I mean, even Nisbo had to say, I think 10 minutes out, he goes, maybe the All Blacks should run the ball now, you know? Like, 
um, kicking from the back with five, six, seven minutes to go, and you're, you're almost at the halfway line, and you, and you do a wee kick, and like, like why? Just you know, it hasn't got them any anywhere in that second half. So um, Scott McLeod, I think, at the end of the first half, they interviewed him, and he goes. You know, we let, we haven't really shown much, and that's time to pull the trigger. Well, outside of Mark Talia, were they pulling the trigger on themselves? I'm, I'm not too sure. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, anyway, you know, as as they do so well, as they do so well, though, Mikey, they do review themselves well. We're very professional in in the in the setup and the way that we preview and review games as the All Blacks, but. What, what's what's up for the rest of the afternoon? Because there's a bit of sports on. You you made mention of the cricket, fantastic win, and we and we got the Warriors. Surely you're watching the Wars later on. This, that seems like our national team at the moment. I'd love to say I, I am, but I'm actually going to a birthday party tonight. So uh, today's all about um, shopping, mowing the lawns, getting out in the sunshine, and just putting this behind me and enjoying tonight. So that's what I'll be doing. Yeah. Oh. Well, enjoy the birthday party. Hopefully, uh, everyone will be letting off a bit of steam. No doubt they'll be talking exactly like we are about what's going to happen with this All Blacks team. Thanks, Mikey. Really appreciate the no call um, and, and the, the opinions. Thanks a lot, mate. That was Mikey from Christchurch. So we are getting a lot of texts in um, with some disappointed All Blacks fans. One of them's come through. No name to this one. Remember, tell me where you're from. I want to know where you're from what your name is, what was the game plan? Why did we kick so much ball away? Dumb. Coaches need to own this game plan. What is the game plan, I guess? When you look at that game today, it looked like France absolutely dominated. They had a a ferocious second half, the French. And, um, you know, they would have had the internal goals around the game. 14-point win. And they've ticked that off. They would have ticked that off and targeted this game, the French, as their first game to put a, a marker in the sand for this World Cup. And they certainly have done that. We heard from Daniel McCarty as well. Daniel McCarty in France talking about the atmosphere. And it would have been quite an intimidating atmosphere. You look at that stadium. I don't know, those of you that watched the opening ceremony, but it was, um, it was absolutely splendid what they put on. Um, not great for the All Blacks. But a fantastic opening, you'd say, for the World Cup. Give us a call, 0800-150-811. We're going to go to a break, but I want to hear from you. Let me hear how you're feeling. What's the pulse check out there for all our All Blacks fans? See you after the break. Every day's a Saturday, and for those of you that are sitting on your couch trying to peel yourself off that couch after that ferocious second half from the French, you're feeling a little bit disillusioned. I can see that from the texts. There are some people that are positive. Text me on double eight double three or phone in 0800 Love to hear from you. We just um, spoke to Daniel McCarty, who was in France. He's enjoying it over there, enjoying his little holiday, and he'll be taking himself back to his hotel room and I guess having a little bit of a review of his own. But we'd love to hear from you on the show. We've got plenty coming up. We're going to do a little bit of swinging both ways. After 11 o'clock, it's a fantastic win from the Black Caps in England. Two centuries, one from Mitchell, and they are in some magnificent form. But we want to hear about the All Blacks. Hear that pulse check, what's happening. And after the break, we'll take some calls. Call in. And what's the number 
that we need to call in. You know it. It is. 0800-150-811. That's right. 0800-150-811. Call us after the break. We want to hear from you. SCNZ Saturday Sesh. Saturday sesh on a somber Saturday for some of you. Some of you are being positive though. It's nice to hear positivity. Love those positive texts coming in and we'll read those a little bit later. Uh, just a quick little schedule update. We've got the games that are coming up next. You've got Namibia versus Italy in the Rugby World Cup 2023. Then Ireland versus Romania tomorrow 1.30am. And games on SENZ. So we're very fortunate to have games called on SENZ. Georgia versus Australia. And another biggie at 7 a.m. That would be England versus Argentina. That's brought to you by Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building New Zealand. But let's go to the Lions. Graham, thank you for waiting so patiently for 12 minutes, Graham. What's on your no mind? Worries, it must Graham. be something significant for you to wait so long. Oh, no, 12 minutes isn't long. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Not what you're talking about, rugby. Yeah, I loved your work as a New Zealand black cat, by the way. Yeah, no, he did great, great stuff. Very memorable. Thanks, Graham. To say that. Appreciate it. No, no. Um, oh, well, I mean, the first half, they played very, very well. You know, I mean, oh, I listened to, I love Daniel and Justin's call, by the way. It was great. I watched the TV and um, they were, they were, I just, yeah, and I loved the TV commentary was good too. But I mean, as they both, both of the sets of commentators alluded to, uh, yeah, the second half, they tactically lost their way a bit. Quite a lot, actually, and um, I, I mean, I think our substitutions were too little, too late, as well. I mean, people like Artie Severe, Richie Mwanga, Scott Barrett played out of their skin. Those three sort of come to mind. Mark Talier, obviously, um, you know, brilliant, um, having a great season. But uh, yeah, I think Fuganuku and Lester Fuganuku and David Avili should have come on earlier and moved to Jordan back to fullback, but. Um, and I'm, look, I'm not anti-Bowden Barrett. I think he played very well in that first half uh, with his kicking and that and the way he covered. Uh, him and Richie were working well, but I think that they, they needed to change things up. You know, the French were going to come at them, and they, and they did. I mean, they, the French, look, I thought their fitness was going to be their undoing, but they uh, their substitutions uh, proved me wrong on that because the All Blacks looked like they were just going to... Um, you know, outlast them, but that was early in the game, and the French came back so well. I mean, yeah, I mean, you just got to take your hat off, hat off to them. That's why they're the much vaunted French side. But the All Blacks, yeah, they're up against it. There's no doubt about it, because they, even though this, it's going to be the quarterfinal, and everything hangs on that. But uh, you know, looking ahead, this is going to be the. You know that quarterfinal <laughs> looms large, and, and this would have dented them, but it's not—it's not a knockout. So that—that's stating the obvious. But I mean, you—you you, got to look forward and say, well, has this team got the the nous off the field to actually implement changes before then? I'm sure they'll do their best, but yeah, it's going to be—you know—it's going to be interesting to see what happens, Grant. I mean. I just can't be, you can't be overly positive, but you can be positive and say, yes, they have got players over there to do the job. I, I, you know, I'll say that much. Yeah, I like I like the camp that you're sitting in, Graham. You're probably more positive than um, than some of the texts that are coming through at the moment. But I think, 
one thing, and I don't know if you agree with me on this, but is losing your leader at the start of the competition is a tough one. Like I, I go back to the World Cup that I played in for, for the Black Caps, and you know, with Brendan McCullum as our leader, first ball of the World Cup, he smokes it over extra cover, and he goes, yeah. right, you know, that, there's the marker. We're putting a marker in the sand. That's how we're playing. Like, it was positive, the intent, and just to have a leader. I'm not saying Adi Sevilla wasn't that. I'm just saying to lose your leader um, in the build-up is quite a tough, tough thing well, to, I to mean, happen to. I mean, I'm not, I, I'll be blunt. I'm not Sam Kane's biggest fan. So I, I don't, I mean, it's a disruption in terms of what, and we don't yeah. know how long he's had the injury for, but... Yeah, I don't put him in the Adi Sevilla or indeed the Brendan McCullum camp as far as leaders, but it would certainly have been a disruption. But I think that he's been there on occasions when we have lost, and uh, and quite a few of them. So, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, it's purely a match day disruption. But I don't know if he's, you know, him being there would have made that big difference. And that's just a blunt opinion on that one. Um, to be honest, well, we've only got Adi. Yep. Graham, thank you so much for the call, Graham, from Christchurch. I love your positivity. No you th- you think you. we've got the team out there. we just got to get our combinations right. Appreciate the call, and thanks for Good listening. Man, thanks, Graham. Cheers. Well, we've got uh, Kirk from Wellington, uh, the Wellington Riviera. Thanks for waiting so long, Kirk. What's on your mind this morning? That's Grant here. Hello? Oh, this is Hello, yes, this is Grant Kirk. How are you? <laughs> no, no, I, I'm Grant. <laughs> it was Kirk oh, who okay. the phone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, let, let's speak to Grant from Wellington. What's on your mind, Grant? Great name, by the way. Uh, yeah, uh, no, it's Grant from Auckland. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, Grant yeah. from Auckland. Uh, okay, okay, I've got, okay, well, on my we'll, screen, we'll, it we'll says get... Kirk from Wellington. Uh, how are you doing, Grant, no, from Auckland? How are you feeling? Yeah, no, uh, yeah, no. Kirk, Kirk, guy answered the phone and said, it's, it's Kirk here, hello. So uh, any, anyway, we'll put that to one side. Uh, yeah, I have to say I'm not as positive at all as Graham. I think that this loss will mean we'll finish second. I think South Africa will beat uh, Ireland and Scotland and therefore finish first. And therefore, we'll lose to South Africa in the quarterfinal, and that'll be the end of Foster and our hopes in the World Cup, unfortunately. Uh, well, not unfortunately for Foster, because <laughs> the sooner we get rid of them, the better. And uh, one tech, the tactic that has annoyed me of the, in the Foster era is this continuous kicking. It's obviously a tactic that Foster has because other, it's, he did, didn't want them to kick the ball all the time. He, you know, he'd tell them not to, especially Bowden Barrett. Now, Bowden was picked because of, initially, you know, years ago, because of his running ability at fullback. And he was great. But under Foster, all Foster has him do is kick the ball straight down the middle of the field and give it back to them. It's absurd. Is that not, um, is that not Grant? because maybe they wanted the big boys to try tie them out. I mean, everyone is actually texting in and saying the kicking was just a little bit mindless um, and the coaches need to take accountability. We should have tried to play the game at a quicker pace, whereas France dominated the pace of the game, slowed it down. 
Yeah, but I mean, the last few years under Foster, they've done a lot more kicking, no matter who they've played, whether it's, uh, you know, teams with big forwards or teams that haven't got uh, got big forwards. And, and surely, you know, you kick the ball, there's at least a 50% chance, maybe less, but a 50-50 chance, you won't get the ball back. If you keep the ball in hand, providing you don't lose the ball like like they did uh, a number of times, well, then you've got it in, in your possession. And and so I say, you know, I mean, there's sometimes you have to kick on defence. But to my mind, they should be running the ball a lot more and, you know, maybe they need an assistant coach and discipline to actually get it through to these All Blacks because, you know, just about every second game, it's yellow cards here, penalties all over the place. What's wrong with them? <laughs> well, Grant from Auckland, I've got to be disciplined and go to the line because it's blowing up now. I appreciate your call and your thoughts. Thanks a lot. Keep the faith, I say, Grant. It's only the first game. <laughs> uh, let's keep the faith. Okay. And thanks, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Let's go to Lyle from the Gold Coast. Lyle from the Goldie, how are you? Not too bad, mate. Look, years ago, the Kangaroo League team used to put Grandad in charge of coaching them because they were that far in front they could get away with it. It's a very different story nowadays. The text you had that said, I blame Hanson and Henry because they gave their man, mate, the job. Well, they obviously endorsed them, but obviously it's up to New Zealand rugby. But um, for the people from the city of the damned, i.e. Christchurch, to think Razor Ruddock's change and New Zealand will be on top of the world again, you know, I've got some bad news for you. The money that these other... Oh, we may have lost Lyle there. Just having a look at the producer. Lyle, are you still there? No, Lyle's dropped off, unfortunately. He was just about to come off the long run there and get to his point. Um, but it was around Foster... Let's, uh, let's head to Dean. Dino from Dunedin. Oh, my word. Here we go. I, I, I feel like you're going to come off the long run here, Dean. No, there's no point, mate. Like, you, I mean, I want us to win this damn thing, pure and simple. But I think what we've got to do now is we need to sort out this back line. Like, there's too many players in the current team playing out of position. And we've been doing this since 2003. So we've got to get it right. We've got to go back and look at 1987 and see what they did. They just put the best player in the particular jersey at the time in a black jersey. And they all know, the, you can't tell me there's no time to change because no team in New Zealand does anything any bloody different. We all do exactly the same and just hopefully we've got a better athlete like the Crusaders have and they get away with it. And I honestly believe come October the 16th, it will change under Razor Robinson because he won't put guys in a position just to get them on the field. Like the, if you get an injury and someone's got to change like today, that that that's life. And I actually thought when I heard that Sam Kane wasn't there, that Artie would go to seven and Jacobson would go to eight and we're somewhere close to where we possibly should be. But that didn't happen either. And we have got to accept the fact that these overseas forwards are just bigger and, and stronger. But the All Blacks against France, I thought that was a stalemate. And I said to the three blokes that, that I watched it with, I said, South Africa's going to donkey dick both these teams. They're going to blow them off the ball. And that's how I see it. And, but our back line, it just didn't work. Like we did one kick to the corner that the bounce was horrible, but still Talia was good enough to hold on to it. And then Rico, God bless him, threw a really good pass. And um, 
Talia picked it up and scored in the corner. But what else did we do? Like Rico made that break early on. Aaron was inside him. He didn't once even look anywhere. Like he's just, but he, that's what he wants to do. Like I feel sorry for the kid. He's extremely talented, but he just wants to run. He doesn't want to look for support. And he shouldn't have to. But we're making him play a position that, you know, I watched him on that pod show and he, you know, he, was, he was bloody honest and said he's trying his guts out. So I admire that. But what's an all-black trying for? You should know what you're doing. Conrad Smith didn't try anything. He just said to Nonu, have a go, mate, or give it to me. You know? And I would have thought when Barrett's out, Harvilli is a way better option with my winger because they play together week in, week out. But no, we go to a guy that's never played with him hardly ever. And, you know, I don't know. Without a kicking game, and to be honest, we kick too much bloody ball anyway. But we, there's no, there's no, the backs are doing nothing because they're all out of position. Yeah, well, Dean, I, I obviously always really appreciate your opinion. You, you're a long-time uh, listener and you, you call in and contribute um, immensely to the show. Appreciate it. I think we just got to keep the faith. Um, I know that Aaron Smith, you know, he he was taken off the field with 20 minutes left on the clock, and it felt like the direction was maybe just a little bit lost. But I'm with you on the kicking, and I think most of the callers and and listeners and texters are on the same line. Thanks a lot, Dean. Uh, always appreciate your call. Keep the faith. Keep the faith, and chat to you next weekend. Uh, let's go to Sydney. We got Mark from Sydney. Mark. What's the pulse check in Sydney at the moment? Well, the pulse check in Sydney at the moment is we would have practically only just got up because it's only like 8.14 here in the morning, but I was uh, lying in bed listening to the All Blacks play and I'm of the opinion very much like other callers. Why did we do so much kicking and not run the ball? Because in the first half, uh, Daniel, he did quite a good job with the commentary and I wouldn't butter him up quite so a much good job. go to his head. But it was a good job. Did you say, I, yeah, okay. I can empathise with, with one of his comments where he said, the French are exhausted. They're shattered. So why didn't the New Zealanders run the ball, take advantage of that, and why do they kick it so much? Yeah, that's a general sentiment, Mark. Um, I think that that's, that's pretty clear. So it'll be interesting to see how they review that and then pick themselves up. There was the sentiment from, yep. from some of the, the pundits that said, this game doesn't matter. It clearly does. I mean, for confidence in a, um, a world tournament, it does matter for the players. Um, I didn't understand Aaron Smith being taken off with 20 minutes on the clock, but you know maybe that's exactly. around injuries and keeping them fresh. Um, the yep. other thing I want to ask you, Mark, I know you're a big fan of it, the leagues. Yep. Come on, up the WARS. Uh, Surely you're going to be watching that well, today. I am going with the WARS. I'm a bit torn here because the WARS are my second team and Penrith's my first team. So um, oh, no. it's a win it's a win either way for me, but I'm really... It would be great to see the Wars win it, of course. I mean, it's a bit of a concern with Sean Johnson being out, but um, I believe yeah. that the team can really uh, go all the way, you know, provided the ball goes their way and we get good, consistent refereeing. And I must say, I was pretty impressed with the refereeing during this All Blacks game. It seemed pretty balanced and fair, and um, they used the VAR pretty well. So if this... Uh, All Blacks game is any indication as to how the refereeing standard is. I'm pretty confident the refereeing in this World Cup is going to be pretty fair and balanced. So it's like you say, I, I reckon people should keep the faith and the All Blacks are going to do better. But I reckon um, the coach really needs to shake up his tactics with regard to doing a lot more running on the field. 
Yeah, well, Mark, uh, pretty clear. Too much kicking, not enough running. You keeping the faith and uh, enjoy the wires today. Thanks a lot for calling and always love you hearing too. from you, mate. Thanks, Thanks a lot. And we've got uh, Lyle is back. Lyle got cut off and someone actually texted in Lyle and said, thanks for cutting him off. Razor will take us back to the promised land. Oh, well, we'll wait and see. But, uh, look, you know what that French side did today? It reminded me a lot of the all-black side under McGaw. They absorbed all the pressure and then turned, and it was the shoe was on the other foot. The money that these other countries are putting into rugby, New Zealand will never match, and it's going to be a lot more even playing field now. You know, I think a lot of people think, yeah, Razor will come in and that'll be it, it'll be sorted. Uh, no, I think they're going to struggle. They're going to struggle for the rest of this tournament. And even if they get to the quarters, they've got a big game there and then the semi, another big game. I don't see this side having three big games uh, in them, unfortunately. Uh, they're trying their guts out. There's no lack of effort, but lack of composure right at the death when they should have scored at least one more try in the first half. The ball goes over the sideline. McGaw's side never did that. This side, it's a good side, but, you know, McGaw's was probably the world's best side ever, so it's a hard act to follow. But, yeah, hopefully for New Zealand rugby, uh, I'll be proven wrong as far as uh, Razor's concerned, but we'll wait and see. And, yeah, the Wars, let's hope they can do the job. It's a big ass without Johnson, though. Yeah. They, 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 they've become a national team, haven't they? Probably even more so after today. Uh, it's amazing the following that the Wars have got. It's, uh, yeah, look, everyone loves the winner, but he's the right coach for the right team. They're a happy team. It's, uh, they've been a little bit underdone the last four or five weeks, I think. Um, their best chance is that Penrith are uh, overconfident. But, you know, life, uh, sorry, sport is like life. It's full of upsets, so who knows? Yeah, the game of life, Lyle. Well, appreciate you phoning all the way from the Goldie. Enjoy your day. I'm sure That's the sun right. is shining. Keep the faith. Come on, the All Blacks. I'm, I'm, I'm staying positive. Um, I, I feel like there's no other way, really, to, to be positive. But th thanks a lot, Lyle. Um, some of the texts coming in. Uh, just before we go to a break, I'll, I'll read some of those out. Lads, lads, lads. It's all good. Uh, this will be the toughest Fort Cup ever. Um, there, uh, and we will be there when it counts. Go the mighty All Blacks. Um, and that's from Charlie. Look on the bright side. A Kiwi's in the U.S. Open final. From Keith, thanks a lot for that. Disappointed by the performance. Too much kicking. Team's too scared to run the ball. Kanu, thanks a lot. There's plenty more text to read when we come back after the break. Give us a call. I want to hear from you. We're, I'm happy to take calls all day. 0800 150 811. And let's have a chat to you after the break. Run free, boy, run free. That's what I would have said to the young me. Sometimes I feel I grew up just a little fast. Sometimes I wish I was an old me. I still pour it off and keep it lit. With the friends that I came up with. Smooth sailing like we on the ship. We don't worry about it. We don't worry about it. That is probably the sentiment for a lot of people, but not everyone. Keep the faith came in from Jason. Let's not forget one game doesn't define a tournament. You know that better than anyone, Jav. All you need is one moment of glory to write your name in the history books. Thanks for that, Jason. 
Um, we've also got George from Wellington. The All Blacks have no chance of winning this World Cup. So there's polarizing uh, opinions on this, and it's been great to get callback. Uh, we were expecting a lot of callback, and we have got it. 0800-150-811. Let's go to Jared from Christchurch. Jared, how's it going? What would you like to talk about? What is the pulse check in Christchurch like? Grant, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm Grant. all right. I'm just, you know, I'm you battling right? with the polarizing uh, opinions from the, the public, from the All Blacks fans. Well, some are positive, some are super negative. Some say we're going home at the quarterfinal stage. Grant, I've got good news. I'm here to make you feel positive because... I want to talk about the Black Caps. We kicked our oh. ass last night. Finally, someone Ain't wants wicked. to talk about something positive. That's good. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, I I, uh, I didn't watch all of it, Grant, but um, I, I checked the result whilst watching um, uh, those uh, All Blacks, and uh, we only lost two wickets and two centuries from Mr. Reliable... Uh, at the top order there, uh, your countryman and um, Daryl Mitchell, um, you know, yeah. top effort. I think I think one of the things I really liked about this, and we're gonna we we are gonna have swinging both ways that we always do in the show a little bit later on. So I'll have more of an opinion, but I'd say one thing, Jared, that I quite like about it is Henry Nichols quite a surprise inclusion at three because I thought Daryl Mitchell was gonna bat at three especially after he yeah. did so well in Pakistan. And uh, that was obviously to cover for Kane Williamson. But now, I think with Henry Nichols coming into the fold, that is a placeholder for if Kane is fit. So obviously, they've selected Kane Williamson in the squad, but they've got until the 28th of September to finalize that squad. So I think they'll give Kane until the 28th to make the call on him, whether or not he'll be in the, uh, in the team. And Henry Nichols is that placeholder. But what they've done is... Finn Allen not being in the team and Will Young coming into the team, we've gone with probably a more solid batting lineup and maybe one batter less so we can play the extra bowler. Um, Ruchin Ravindra obviously did really nicely taking three wickets, but I think the balance of the team is sort of, it's coming together now. It's looking solid and we're building towards that World Cup like many teams are. I uh, can't argue with it. I think you're dead right. Uh, and how good is it that Kane, he, he's a He's a tenacious little bugger, isn't he? You know, like he, he's worked very hard with his rehab, and to get you, just the cane you expect to um, to dig it in and and um, and be ready for the World Cup. So that's great. Oh well, really enjoy your positivity, and I'm I'm looking forward to that World Cup. It's going to be challenging in India. It is going to be absolutely challenging with spin conditions, uh, but. We're playing the, the right team. Kyle Jamison's coming back. He's, you know, he, he's come back from a long injury. Uh, so hopefully he can get into form. And uh, appreciate your call, Jared. Text in any questions you want for Swinging Both Ways as well. Thanks a lot, mate. No worries, appreciate Grant. it. Enjoy Christchurch today. Cool, mate. Thanks, Grant. Oh, we've got another caller, Stephen from Avondale. Uh, hopefully I've got that right. Stephen, are you there? Yeah. Uh, yes, I am. Uh, yeah, good morning to you. Look, I've got a couple of uh, questions, but can I actually ask you? You'd be the man to ask. Is Martin Guptill now gone? Yeah, this is a good question around uh, the cricket circles, Stephen. Martin Guptill was almost sort of like replaced by Finn Allen. Um, 
probably almost half a year out before the World Cup. And Finn Allen, I would say, hasn't really fired. Like, he's had moments, but he's probably shown inconsistency. And um, it looks like Martin Guptill is on the outer. Because uh, you've got yeah, Henry no, Nichols no, and Will, Will Young now as well. Uh, they can open, but it's almost like they've discarded him in both T20s and one days. No, it's a darn shame because he, he's a good batsman when he really gets going, you know. And the other thing is, um, with the name the Wars, I don't, I don't get the gist of that name, especially for the Warriors. To me, the Wars sounds as though you were following the Waratahs. The Waratahs <laughs> rugby. I don't think it's suitable well, to the Warriors. I just think it's... Uh, uh, I don't get the guest of the name. Out the Warriors. I was listening to, to Monty Bethan uh, the other day, and, and he was saying he didn't like it. He hated it when it's when they started up the Warriors, but he said, no, he's warming to it. I think it's, it's become the national slogan. Um, well, I mean, I when, heard, you, when uh, you look at the... When you look at the other connotation to it, if you say up the wires, you, you could be giving them the fingers. Doesn't mean to <laughs> take it for forward. <laughs> well, and the other one, I'm, uh, I'm... To, end it, to end it with you, um, Aaron Smith, um, I know he's a good player, but he annoys me most of the time. Um, he's too slow to me at halfback. Um, he just stands there and look, looks at it. And I noticed this morning um, the referee told him to use it, use it, and he kept on looking at it, looking at it. Then another play, the ref told him again, use it, use it. He just looks at it as though he's ready to take a photograph and comb his hair at the same time. I know he doesn't have much hair. No, I'm a, I'm a Christie fan. But, um, no, it's a shame, but um, I take my wins and my losses with the All Blacks. I know they can't win all the time. No rugby team can win all the time. I know... There's a lot of people in, in, in New Zealand expect that they should win every game when they hit the grass. But it just doesn't work that way in life, you know? Well, you know, Stephen, so, I, like, I, I, I look at the uh, 2019 World Cup, and I'd say that, you know, our cricket team was probably the fifth best team in that tournament. And yet we made the final and probably should have won the final, that, uh, that unforgettable uh, tie. You know, so you need a little bit of luck. Obviously, we haven't started well. But I always think that sometimes these losses, they do make you stronger in terms of your combinations. You should have your combinations before the game starts. We've had injuries. Um, and hopefully those guys that are unavailable for these games can be, be fit when it comes uh, quarterfinals time, provided we beat so the last thing, uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. The last thing is here, I know France is in the pool. Someone told me Namibia is in the pool. Who, who's the other team? Uh, I will tell you right now. Uh, they should beat the Namibia. Yeah, so it's, it's France, Italy, Uruguay, Namibia, and New Zealand in oh, Pool okay. A. Okay. Stephen, yeah, nice so, to talk to you. I, I, listen to you. I listen to you in the weekends, and uh, it's nice to speak to you. Oh, great, mate. Uh, we really appreciate you uh, contributing and phoning in. Uh, love to hear the views of everyone, all our listeners. Yeah. Enjoy it. Uh, Wherever you are in the country, Avondale, I'm guessing, is Auckland, I think. My yes, geography is. is my yes, Achilles yes, heel. Yes, it is. Anyway, <laughs> all, all of it, Thanks, best, Stephen. Okay, bye. Take care. Well, that was Stephen from Avondale. We've had a lot of callers call in, but the texts have come thick and fast, and I'm going to rally a couple of these off. Um, early on, someone said, Foster out, Viva la France. Um, there's some positivity. We've got a Kiwi. In the U.S. Open final, 
which is fantastic. Disappointed by the performance. Too much kicking. Teams are scared to run the ball. Kanu. Um, go Scotland. Can't see this coaching team um, playing players in the positions they should be in. So unfortunately, we're going out unless they have a huge seismic strategic turnaround. Um, please give me your name and where you're from. Someone says we should have sent the Crusaders. Um, and we've got Dean who said Aaron came off just like Sean. Other games matter more. One more record for Foster and Kane. Only one left to one left before they go home in the quarterfinals. Don't know about the radio commentary. I've got a different view from the people who watched on TV. Um, and keep the faith. Let's not forget one game doesn't define a tournament. You know that better than anyone, Jeff. All you need is one moment of glory to write your name in the history books. The box lost a game in 2019 and went on to win. We will peak just at the right time. Jason from Akatarawa. And we've got a Bowden Barrett fan. A Bowden Barrett fan who says, as long as Bowden's in the team, they won't win. Sorry, he's not a fan, clearly. Mindless kicking, loss of confidence, no vision, and has been like this for some time now. Stephen has said, Grant, as a runner-up in Pool A, we play South Africa as winner Pool B. They will thrash us again, Stephen. Mike has written, Razor Mafia never far below the surface. Two tries apiece, but French discipline and bench is better. We'll improve from a below-par second half. Somehow we need to keep 15 on the field, kick our goals like La Francais. Maybe a few less ill-disciplined Crusaders on the field is the answer. I'm sure we're still in. P.S. The Black Caps, very impressive. Cheers. And that was from Mike. Thanks for your texts. Keep them coming in. Double eight, double three. We've got Swinging Both Ways coming up. So any cricket questions that you've got, you'd like to direct to me, you want to maybe curb some fears that you've got and you're thinking, wow, this World Cup is not going the way I want it. I don't want the Cricket World Cup to be going in that way either. Don't think I could suffer two disappointing starts to World Cups. Um, however, I want to keep the faith. I think the Black Caps are looking fantastic. The All Blacks, not as impressive today, but I think we've always bounced back and we always will. So I want to keep the faith there. Maybe you think differently, and I'm happy to discuss that. If you don't think differently and you want to argue the point with me, I'm happy. Uh, let's go to a break, and after the break, we're going to be going to Swinging Both Ways, uh, talking everything cricket, the black caps, and your opinions around cricket. See you after the break.